you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Welcome to the NFL Legends Podcast, an NFL podcast for the players, by the players. Here is your host, 14-year NFL veteran and Hall of Famer, Aeneas Williams. Welcome, everyone, to another podcast. This is Aeneas Williams hanging out. On this podcast series, we are including a feature called Storytellers. It's an organic chance for each player to tell the story. What I ask anyone that's listening to divorce yourself from your own perspective and just allow the story to be told and listen. Today, I'm going to tell my story about Ferguson, Missouri. Really, Ferguson is an outside uh, rural area from St. Louis. You would call it a suburb. St. Louis is unique because of the many different municipalities. It's probably over 80 municipalities, and each of them have their own mayor, their own police force, their own city council. Being in Ferguson with my church, the Spirit Church, we just so happened to be there, and I put quotes around just so happened, to be there in Ferguson having our church services in a high school called McClure South Berkeley High School. When the Michael Brown Office of Darren Wilson incident happened, my family and I were actually driving back from New Orleans had the whole family, and I remember getting a call while on the road from the mayor of Ferguson, who is still the mayor of Ferguson, Mayor Knowles. And even though I didn't know Mayor Knowles uh, very well, I received a call, and he called me to help or to ask for my help. I said, Mayor Knowles, what's going on? He said, we've just had a situation between 
an officer and the community. In this case, a young man, Michael Brown, was killed. And he said to me, and I don't know how this mayor knew this, how Mayor Knowles knew this, but he knew this was going to be different. Because I said to him, I said, Mayor Knowles, why do you think this is going to be different? We've had law enforcement confrontation and we've had other people throughout the country that have died at the hands of law enforcement. Why do you think it's going to be different? He said, I just intuitively think this is going to be different. And he turned out to be right. He said, when you get back, would you come and meet with me? Well, to my surprise, while we were on the road, the kerosene had been lit. There was already protesting. There was already an uproar within the Ferguson community. The interesting thing, prior to, this is the same year I was inducted into the Hall of Fame, 2014. So now all of a sudden, this distinguished honor, and David Baker, the president of Pro Football Hall of Fame, he said this. He says, guys, these yellow jackets are not just for memorials and to collect dust, but this literally will give you an opportunity to open doors and to cause doors to open between people that were once shut between them. So all of a sudden, David's words ring in my ears, and I realize, okay, Lord, you have us, you already had us there strategically placed in the high school. Earlier that summer in July, I was the um, grand marshal for the Ferguson parade. And one thing I noticed is that while in the parade, Ferguson was a very diverse community, but there were aspects of the community that appeared to be neglected and specifically the area where the apartments were. And the apartments, Canfield Apartments, where the incident actually happened, it was an area that was barricaded. There was only one way in and one way out. One of the things that I'm big on in telling this story, and as you tell your own story, one thing I like to remind people, as you listen to the story, listen for the principles. Listen to the things that are transferable, maybe to your own situation. How would I describe what I saw with the Ferguson community? It was just as simple as leaders in a community having a vision for the community, but not properly including the least from the community at the table while the plans were being made. So most of Ferguson was doing well, but the community of the Kenfield Apartments seemed to be just experiencing policing. In other words, just making sure things stayed under control there. So what ended up happening, this combustible experience between Officer Darren Wilson and Michael Brown, one of the unique things that should take place when it comes down to a community, a municipality, is because they're small, police should know the community and the community should know the police. But what was happening, there was no civil discourse. There was nowhere where law enforcement connected with community intentionally to make sure that there was a community because it was a small municipality. So what ended up happening is when there is no communication, there end up being misunderstandings. There end up being no human element. So what I realized when we got back, the first thing I did was 
went, I wouldn't say underground, but no one knew who I was. There was no announcement, and I just went in around the protesting, and I wanted to talk to young people who are actually from Ferguson, who grew up there. And so I ended up coming across maybe about five teenagers and young adults, African Americans, and I asked them, I said, what's it like living in Ferguson? We had only, as a church, been there maybe about a year. So when I started talking to the young men and asked, what was it like living and growing up in Ferguson? The first thing they said, they said, man, it used to be great. When we walked the streets, we had relationships with the police. Matter of fact, they said because St. Louis is a big baseball town, the historical Cardinals baseball franchise, those young men said, man, the police officers would ride around, they had baseball cards, and when they would see us, they would give us the baseball cards, ride out the cars. Or if we were walking home late one night, man, if they would invite us into the car to bring us home, and they said, that's what it used to be like, but it's, it hasn't been like that. It said for a while, probably over the past 10, 15 years, it had been more policing versus uh, community policing. So one of the things I realized in having the meetings, meeting with the mayor, meeting with the city council, meeting with the community leaders, meeting with clergy, is that we needed to create intentional environments where people were from different backgrounds, different experiences would come together and be able to talk. And not just talk, and I would better say to have successful listening experiences. Because what I found, even when we get together to talk, we were people more defensive and talk at each other versus listening with an empathetic ear. So now how I would sum up Ferguson as I go out and I talk to suburban areas, when you see the belligerent or you see the angry young African-American in some of these communities like Ferguson in the Canfield area, I would share with people who would say, why don't they just go to school, get a degree in, in, in the United States? And what I like to share, uh, my dad makes this statement all the time. He says, it's not what people don't know that hurt them, it's what they do know that's not true. And one thing I share with people who don't understand why these guys are angry, many times when a lot of our young adults, the teenagers, young African-Americans in these communities, the first time they come in contact with a male deterrent because most of their fathers are not in their lives, I like people to know that, and I almost cry with this because sometimes we take it for granted, that when those young people, the first time they come in contact with a male deterrent, it's usually law enforcement. Well, by my dad teaching me and my two older brothers to respect authority, even if authority is wrong, he would teach us how to respectfully even make the case properly, but in the moment to adhere to what's being asked of us. To be able to subject the emotions of responding to how they're responding to me and first respect them, not because how they're behaving they deserve respect, but because they are authority. And then use the system and understand the system on how to bring a complaint against what's perceived or what has been experienced, a wrong action. So as I tell this story, think about your own story. It's not what happens to us. A lot of times is how we respond to it. 
And as I tell this story, just remember yours. Remember that we live in an imperfect world, but as we've gotten law enforcement, community together, and community leaders, and the young African-American, young adult, teenager, and, had, and have had civil discourse, I've seen walls come down. I've seen tears come from the eyes of young people, even from law enforcement, only to realize that we all wanted and all want the same things, safe communities, opportunities at great education. It's very similar. And that some of what we're seeing in some of our communities are young people who are angry and many times angry because of environments and situations that they've come up in. So hopefully as you listen to this story, think about yours, but most of all, become a thermostat and not a thermometer. What's a thermometer? It goes up and down based on the temperature. What's a thermostat? Thermostat sets the temperature. And that's what we're called to do. And if we do it, we will make our communities better and we will cause growth to happen where it will be better for the next generation. Thanks for listening to my story. I am Aeneas Williams and I approve this story. This has been the NFL Legends Podcast. To provide feedback or request a topic for discussion, email us at nfllegends at nfl.com. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at zerofoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.